I say that sounds are just appearing, um, sensations are mere appearance or merely appearing, and we touch into that experientially, or if I say colors and forms are appearing, light shades are appearing, we can experience that pretty simply by going to the experience of it. And then we may have an impression that um, there's something aware of it, aware of those experiences, aware of those quanta of experience. Uh, that's a sort of continuous awareness. That is an afterthought. That is a thought. Experience itself, the appearance itself, requires no um, receiver. It has no receiver. It's complete in and of itself. One sound is complete in and of itself. It's right on time, and it leaves just on time. One sensation is complete. It's every sensation. It's immediately uh, obvious simply because it is, not because there's something aware of it. And then it's not. And this uh, flow of experience or this flow of phenomena is endless. But again, hearing this or even experiencing it and then reflecting back into the mind, reflecting back into thought, it will appear a certain way as if there's a um, an aware space, an aware agent, um, an aware entity that sort of holds that data or holds those experiences in continuity. And Perhaps that's what it is that that repeatedly brings our attention back to the mind, to thought. Because that has the quality of thought, has the feel of thought to it. Something that's sort of summating experience, apparently. That's what thought sort of does. But it's because of the reflective nature of thought that that appears to happen. The experience of sound itself has no... Um, substance, so it cannot be reflected. The pure experience of seeing, or I should just say the seen, has no substance, has no essence, so it cannot be reflected. So the experience of it, or the appearance of it, requires no reflection requires no um, receiver or agent. 